there are so many people, um, I think, who've paved the way for us that I think we can continue to chronicle um, those stories to remind us that not only are we not alone in this snapshot in time, but over an arc of time, we have never been alone. Mm -hmm. um, and and that, that we're part of a continua of human consciousness. Hello, and welcome to Student Affairs Now. I'm your host, Keith Edwards. Today, we are introducing our new host, Dr. Mamta Akapati. I'm also joined by Heather Shea to help me welcome Mamta to the team, pepper her with questions, and introduce her to all of you. As you know, Student Affairs Now is the premier podcast and online learning community for thousands of us who work in, alongside, or adjacent to the field of higher education and student affairs. We release new episodes every week on Wednesdays. Find details about this episode or browse our archives at studentaffairsnow.com. As I mentioned, I'm your host, Keith Edwards. My pronouns are he, him, his. I'm a speaker, consultant, and coach, and you can find out more about me at keithedwards.com. I'm broadcasting today from the snowy Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is at the intersections of the ancestral homelands of the Dakota in the Ojibwe peoples. Over to you, Heather. Yes, and I am your other host, Heather Shea. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and I'm broadcasting also from the snowy ancestral, traditional, and contemporary lands of the Anishinaabe, Three Fires, Confederacy of Ojibwe, Ottawa, and Potawatomi peoples, also home to the campus of Michigan State University, where I work. Um, and I'm really excited for today's conversation, Mopta. Thank you so much. Um, for agreeing to accept our invitation. A little bit about how we got here. Um, as many of you know, we have five amazing folks who contribute as hosts on the Student Affairs Now channel. And one of our hosts, Dr. Susana Munoz, is taking a faculty sabbatical from her role at Colorado State University. Um, and as such is also taking a short sabbatical from her hosting role with us. Um, and so we're really excited. Uh, Keith, back to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, as we were thinking about and excited about Susanna's break and, and focus on her and some of the things she's she's doing, we, we wondered uh, about adding someone. And we we feel like we have a great set of hosts. We're doing lots of different episodes, doing lots of different things. But Heather and I couldn't help, help but banter around some different names and some different possibilities. And uh, then Heather just kind of randomly threw out, I wonder about Monta. And we both got super <laughs> excited um, for all that Monta brings mm -hmm. in her humanity and her wholeness and her leadership and her role as an SSAO uh, and uh, leader in the profession and so many different things. And she's been a guest on two episodes, so she knows how mm -hmm. this works. And so we just kind of... Uh, we're boldly and our starstruckness reached out and uh, she agreed to have a conversation with us. And I think we decided in about three minutes. Yep, this is a great idea. Let's do it. Um, so thank you for agreeing on our offer and for joining our host team. Mopt has actually been a part of the conversations for almost two months now, kind of behind the scenes. So she's heard some of the silliness as we have conversations with Glenn and, and Rochelle um, and uh heard about some of the topics and some of the things we're doing and learning some of the behind the scenes, but we're excited to have uh, your new episodes out and have you join the team. So Mamta, just tell us, tell folks who maybe don't know you a little bit about you and uh, why you're excited to be here. 
Oh my gosh. So first, uh, I don't even know how to thank um, uh, Keith, you and and Heather, you as well, and the entire Student Affairs Now team, because you're telling your version of the story, right? My version of the story is, oh my gosh, <laughs> like <laughs> what an amazing um, opportunity. And uh, I mean, I'm just so thankful um, to be a learner alongside all of you. I think uh, you you know, you all bring and amplify wisdoms that I think need to be mm -hmm. amplified. And so to be part of a team that that is continually taking responsibility for our learning and growth and and holding on to one another mm -hmm. is, is super exciting. So um, gosh, about me, um, I don't, uh, let's see, where do I start? So right now, um, I, well, and I've always been this way. I'm a mom first. I'm always going to be a mom first. Um, and I am back home in Austin, Texas. Uh, so my Texan accent, uh, is going to eventually come out and, um, that'll, that'll be fun. So when I say all y'all, then, you know, mm -hmm. that I'm in the zone. Um, my, my entire family is here. Uh, and you know, quite honestly, and one of the, I think, candid conversations that we are all having and need to continue to have is, uh, just the, when you think about the impact of the pandemic, um, overall, um, and for me, I had a couple of transitions, um, personal and professional during that time. There was just a moment where I was like, I'm being pulled in too many directions. I need I need to center well-being um, for myself and for my family. And I didn't necessarily know what that looked like. And so it made sense to come back home to figure it out. Um, and so uh, as the young people say, I think I'm taking a gap year. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, and and I, I you know just uh, in in full candor, I want to own the class privilege that allows me to be able to do that. I don't think necessarily that we all um, get that opportunity. So I want to just just own that um, there's a class privilege that allows me to do that. Um, and I want to well, be really and not all with the privilege yeah. to do it. Do it. So kudos to you on the yeah. wisdom and the action yeah. to 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 claim what you need and and make it happen. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Um, beyond that, I'm learning all sorts of new things. So I'm even more in a dance studio and more on a field, more about that later. That story mm -hmm. will come out as we talk, but um, it's, it's truly grateful. I, I think um, I can't remember a time, like, you know, even hearing you, you describe a person when you attribute that identity to me. And I just feel like I need to come clean and that's not who I am. I mean, I am generally a disaster. Um, um, and so, but but what it's made me realize is that the person you describe is a person that I'm striving to be. Mm -hmm. And I realize that I can perform groundedness. I can, in you know, air quotes, mm -hmm. perform groundedness, but am I really that? And what does mm -hmm. the hard work that is required to actually be that? Um, because I think, it's important for us to own that that to get to that grounded place is very hard work. Um, so I just want to own that <laughs> this group yeah. too. And yeah. Well, we can argue about your groundedness if you want, but I'll just say <laughs> for people who can't, she's actually sitting on the floor right now. So <laughs> I... Right. Well, I just, I just want to say, I, I so appreciate you. And I, it was, um, it was such a joy that you said yes to our, to our invitation to join us because, mm -hmm. you know, you and I met, um, I believe it's an ASPA conference, but I like instantly gravitated to the energy that you bring. And we, Keith and, and Rochelle and Nat and Glenn mm -hmm. and I really value the community of mm -hmm. learners um, and the ability for us all to kind of come to this space to talk yes. about hard 
things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if there's anybody I want to have those kinds of conversations with, it's with, it's with Mopta. So, um, I am so grateful that you, (laughs) you agreed and that you're, you're, um, you have so many cool ideas, but I am kind of curious, like when we reached out to you, um, what, what made this something you were excited about? I mean, we, we feel grateful that you're, joining us, but what were some of the things that kind of came up for you as you were like thinking and pondering this idea? Yeah. So I I think, you know, again, one of the things that I really, of the many things that I love about student affairs now is I feel, um, well, there, there's a, there's an entire continuum. So in, in singular episodes, Mm -hmm. there are blooms, so to Mm -hmm. speak, there are blooms of consciousness that come in the singular episodes and then in aggregate, there is a there is the opportunity for consciousness to shift. Mm-hmm. And it's through the constellation of stories, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, um, storytelling is a big part of who I am. Um, and so the invitation that I heard from all of you was, let's add to the repository of stories together because we all listen and tell stories differently. And so Mm -hmm. when we expand that repository of stories for our colleagues um, and folks who are listening um, to the podcast, um, there's just, you know, a different way of listening and telling stories. And, and that just meant the world to me. And, and I, I think right now in a time when we're not holding on to each other as people and as a society, you create this space where we can hold on to each other. And that's frankly, Mm -hmm. the most important work we need to be doing right now. So in, in this invitation, you're allowing me to walk towards living my own purpose, which, you know, I, I need to do that self-work. So just really grateful um, for that invitation. So yeah, that well, was- that If was you want to argue about your centeredness, yeah. I would just reference the evidence of the past three minutes. So go ahead, oh. blooms of consciousness and, and wisdom and all of that. And I, I think you're, you're reminding me, I mean, I, I love doing the podcast because- mm-hmm. um, I'm a learner and we get to talk about things that um, worry us or concern us or excite us or bring us joy or bring us life. And then we get to have an excuse to say, who are three or four really smart folks I get to talk about with this, invite them in. And then we get to have the Mm -hmm. conversations and I get to learn and get to do that. But then also um, the relationship building, just getting to uh, connect with people you haven't connected with for a while and connect for the first time with people um, has been really great and just getting to know people and the, the conversations before you hit the record button and the laughter <laughs> usually after yes. hitting the record button, um, and, and all of that has been really great. Um, well, as, as we mentioned, you've been a part of the conversations with our host team. Uh, folks who don't know, we meet for an hour every Thursday morning um, as folks are able. And uh, we laugh and we catch up and we talk about the snow. And we talk about our families. We talk about Heather's cat, who often makes a starring debut. Um, and we talk about the profession and we talk about the yes. newest things we're learning. And we talk about um, the great things that people are saying. And we talk about the things that really worry and concern us. Um and those have been really great. And as you, you mentioned, you're bringing a whole new perspective, a whole new uh, network, a whole new set of conversations, a whole new um, mm. set of folks who you want to be in conversation with for your own learning and, and the highlight. So just share yeah. with folks um, some of the things. I mean, there's too many where you don't have enough time, <laughs> yeah. but some of the things you're you're kind of thinking about that, that, that you want to bring together. Well, so... Um... 
again, drawing from the wisdoms of past, um, of, of, podcasts of the past mm-hmm. um you know one of the one of the um, educators i think that's had a strong influence uh in in how i consider or think of or or my ability to open my capacity to think about things is laura rendon right mm-hmm. uh, the, mm-hmm. when you think about her concept of senti pensante pedagogy mm-hmm. and so in, in in her book you know she talks about this concept called testimonios or stories mm-hmm. right and story like testimonio is not quite a story it's a little bit like there there's more to mm-hmm. that like things get lost in translation and um um one of my colleagues vijay kanagala who mm-hmm. was uh he's my very much a brother to me mm-hmm. um Vijay uh, was one of her former doctoral students and does his own research um, at Ash. Uh, I guess it was, yeah, last year, maybe two years ago, uh, we co-presented on this concept of katas, which is, uh, it's a South Asian term in, in different languages, mm-hmm. which also means stories. Or uh, if I could translate that uh, in my interpretation of the word sacred stories or stories that are sacred over lineages, right? Mm-hmm. So those two words and any kind of notion of story and the expansiveness of that is kind of what is inspiring or challenging me to think about um, the types of conversations I want to, or the folks that I want to learn from on the mm-hmm. pad- podcast and community with all of you. And so um, d- I'm really excited to connect with a couple of my indigenous um, um, ed- indigenous identified educators um, to think about indigenous wisdoms that, um, you know, that, that have informed our truths all along. And, and, you know, we may not think about that, or we may not think about how we name indigenous wisdoms in our daily practice. Mm-hmm. So that is, is really exciting. Um, I think, uh, I'm, I'm really excited, uh, to, to think about, um, how we think about social change. So, um, educators that are looking at, social change frameworks in different ways um you know uh, just you know want, wanting to bring um those perspectives and um i love when you always say uh student affairs and student affairs adjacent or higher ed adjacent <laughs> i think there's a lot to be said for kind of drawing you know from people who are really trying to figure this thing out and mm-hmm. be parts of healing across the board um mm-hmm. the last reflection um there's a, I always keep this book in front of me. So you'll often see me lift it. Um, mm-hmm. Victor Frankel's book, Man's Search for Meaning. I, I think this, this is one of the the closest. Um, I mean, I come from a spiritual tradition, but when I am often grappling, I, I've, I've read this book many times. I tab it yeah. all the time. But, but this idea, right, between stimulus response, um, there is space, mm-hmm. right? And within that space is our capacity um, to grow. And so I think we get to occupy that space and we mm. can expand it um, um, to, you know, to, to be part of that journey to freedom. Mm-hmm. I love that because I, I think um, I often experience these conversations as a step out of time. One, they're not live. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. we're, we have the conversation and then people listen to it later. So there's a step yes. out of time. But oftentimes it feels like um, the conversations are people stepping out of the busyness of their emails, their class prep, their next meeting, the student crisis, their being on call. And then for just an hour or less, they get to really think Mm -hmm. and be and reflect and share. Um, And it's really interesting to me how many guests wrote a whole book 
and then have new ideas in the conversation, yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Or I've never thought about yeah. it like that. Or now I'm, you know, I've already said it on this. Now you're helping remind me about this or connecting me with this. Mm -hmm. And so I love that, that um, you're helping me think about it in a different way as sort of this, that, that space between, which I think is really lovely. Well, I think, um, you know, as I was reflecting on my own, you know, the set of circumstances or journeying that brings me to this point in community with both of y'all, mm -hmm. I think about, um, this is the, I've, I've actually have never stopped mm -hmm. to like, I, I think, I think I was pretending to be present, <laughs> but I am now just now, like in the past, why I say just now, truly in the past, maybe four or five weeks, really understanding what being present actually means. I think I was performing what being mm. present actually means. And so, um, and it's been so restorative. Um, and so if, you know, like, again, not if we do co-create that in this space, mm -hmm. as you mentioned, right, we can, you know, I, I can, I can look at the repository of experiences and decide this is how I want to be present in this snapshot of my time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's super, I, I just, it's, it's the kind of, uh, healing that I think, um, uh, we all deserve and can gift ourselves and, and thankfully to that y'all have created that space is really mm -hmm. exciting. Mm -hmm. yeah. What, what you're saying really resonates with me. And, and I am, I am really conscious of the fact that this podcast was born, you know, during the pandemic when I think all of us, I, you know, speaking for myself, felt really isolated from yes. my community and mm -hmm. my support network. And um, like, as I've reflected on that journey over the past several years, as Key said, some of our conversations are very timely. Others of them kind of span time and are mm -hmm. kind of infinitely um, useful. But when I think about the most important lesson I've learned, it's that ability to slow down and be in community and conversation. Um, with folks yeah. and explore topics that I think, you know, are issues of our time. There are issues of our field, um, of, of those who work in alongside or adjacent, right. Um, mm -hmm. but who are, who are, we're all trying to, I think, um, figure out like, what is it, what is it that we need as people to be, um, effective both with students on our campus, but also effective as humans, um, yes because we all live our whole lives, right? We have, we have children, we have, you know, other things that are, that are calling us. Um, and so building this as a part of that has been such a fantastic and exciting mm -hmm. thing to, to be a part of. So I love every new iteration mm -hmm. and I'm so excited for you to be a part of this next chapter, Malta. Uh, well, it, it's, uh, you know, Heather, you get, you have me thinking about um, just how necessary this was in general, but even more so over the pandemic. And again, um, we talk about that in that snap, you know, like the the time and the timelessness, right? Mm -hmm. We're in time, but we snap out of time. Both of y'all have kind of referenced that. And I also, I have to tell you, um, you know, going back to uh, Keith, one of the, you know, when you talked about like, oh, you know, what are some um, conversations we're looking forward to? I think about, I'm not sure there's a space. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Mm. However, this space feels for me very accessible 
to hear and listen from the wisdoms of people who have also come before us. Mm-hmm. I um uh yeah, I'm going to frame it this way. I don't. I'm not trying to sit in a space of ageism in my culture, aging and and respecting and honoring mm-hmm. elders. Right there, and th- that happens in in many spaces. Mm-hmm. But but when we listen to elders we hear that some things have repeated, right? That they're in the human experiences, there are repetitions of things. So, you know, when you hear a restorative set of reflections from Larry Roper, like where is that recorded anywhere? And so Mm -hmm. if somebody wanted to, to learn and understand those wisdoms many years down the road, we've Mm recorded, we have that right. Um, Mm -hmm. As a repository, there are so many people um, I think who've paved the way for us that I think we can, continue to chronicle um, mm-hmm. those stories to remind us that not only are we not alone in this snapshot in time, but over an arc of time, we have never been alone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and that, that we're part of a continua of human consciousness. And, and that, I think, sometimes we forget that too. Um, so um, I, I, he hasn't c- uh, committed, but one of the p- people that I'm actually really excited uh, to make sure that that we can have him on um, student affairs now is Pat Hayashi. Um, he quite honestly is one of the most courageous educators I have met in my life. And every time I hear him reflect on journeys ahead, when I am feeling that I don't have enough courage or enough time, you know, I listen to him and I can breathe better. And I also have uh, a reminder that the courage will come because it's part of who it's an infinite part of who we are. So those kinds of amplifying just, those kinds of stories. Just say a little bit more about who Pat Hayashi is for folks who don't know, because I until you mentioned, I had no idea who that was. Yeah. So, um, well, I, no introduction that I offer is going to be adequate to describe <laughs> Pat Hayashi. Um, the the way that I will, I mean, he is uh, currently retired. Um, although he would probably say he's not retired because Pat Hayashi has invent- yeah. reinvented um, himself over time many, many times. But um, at the point of he, uh, his retirement, he was uh, the senior most um, Asian American administrator um, within the state of California, right? And he um, played a significant role um, in conversations um, um, related to affirmative action and admissions um mm. Uh, he has uh, engaged in tough conversations with uh, the college board, um, but his uh, his entire perspective has always been around access, equity, inclusion, mm-hmm. and making sure that that the that, that people have access to mm-hmm. to opportunities in higher education, which leads to personal freedom. I believe so. Yeah. Um, He's he's done um, so much more since then, but I'll save that for his yeah. for him to reveal in his <laughs> podcast. Well, I'm I'm excited for that conversation, and you know, you're mm-hmm. talking about and our very first conversation before we even launched the podcast. Susanna said um, she talked about being restorative and rejuvenating, yeah. and the rest of us latched onto that and have really mm-hmm. centered that. And here you're talking about groundedness and consciousness and healing and timelessness. So it's sort of funny that the conversations that guided us before we had even recorded a single megabyte, uh, mm-hmm. are, you're kind of circling back as our newest host, uh, coming back to some of those same themes of importance. And and while obviously talk with different people about different things and have the conversations in different ways, which is really, really great. 
Yeah. Well, I think the thing is, is that I think we, we are bringing up things that we're probably looking for ourselves, not because we figured sure. it out. Right. It's because we're yeah. like, I'm seeking this. And so yeah. as I seek, you know, I want to share. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are the best conversations I think, um, too. And, and it partially sometimes, and, and Keith, you alluded to this a little mm-hmm. bit, like when you're having a great conversation and then you realize, oh my gosh, this could be a whole nother episode mm-hmm. in the middle of it. So yeah. there's also a generative quality to this conversation. The other piece that I think that we're also pushing back against is that we can form true connection through yeah. a virtual medium and through virtual space. Right. And we can, we can have, um, we can have authentic conversations and really, I think individually learn and grow, but also, um, provide something, you know, to the larger, to the larger world. And so I also love hearing from people like, oh, we should host an episode on this or, oh, we should, Mm -hmm. you know, think a little bit about that. Um, and I think some of the episodes that have really, transcended time have been those that have been suggested by folks. So mm-hmm, I'm yeah. excited for those new things. They're like, Oh, mom is on. Oh my gosh. She could host a conversation <laughs> about this. So that'd be great. Well, I'm super curious. Cause you mentioned dance studios and field. Oh, yeah. said we'd come back to it. So before we, before we wrap up, <laughs> I can't, I can't let that go. So, um, I'm pretty sure I have my daughter's permission. I'm big on consent. So I'm pretty sure I have my daughter's permission to tell this story. And I I promise this is 100% accurate, air quotes, accurate. (laughs) (laughs) In full candor, this is how, this is how I, my rendition of the story, Mm -hmm. perhaps, you know, she should have been sitting next to me to, you know, chime (laughs) in and correct. But since she's not I here, think, I think we'll get her on here sooner yeah, or later. Yeah. Take some creative license here. Yeah. We should so, have a kids episode. <laughs> we really do. I, yeah. So I kid you not. It felt like it was six weeks ago, but now that you've reminded me that I've mm-hmm. been in our community for about two months, so maybe eight weeks ago, mm-hmm. I swear she woke up one morning and she was like, I think I want to play lacrosse. My inside voice said, can you catch a ball? <laughs> um, I'm a student affairs. <laughs> I'm a student affairs. In a I'm net, a student, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and my outside voice said, "Huh? Tell me more. That's really interesting." <laughs> Classic um, student affairs. Help me yes. understand. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. more. I want to hear more about this. Um, and she said, "You know, I just I think I want to try something different." And so I'm like, okay, like try something different lacrosse. Like, how is that the something different that you got to, right? There's painting, there's all the things. And, and I'm, this is not about my resistance to lacrosse at all. I have no resistance to that. It was just so different from the journey that she and I have been along uh, mm-hmm. together. So I was like, where did this come from? Um, Because mind you, before that, it's all been dance studios, dance classes, you know, over 20 hours a week in some form mm-hmm. of some kind of dance. So this, you know, um, a, a team sport has not been part of her, like what I've seen uh, her mm-hmm. express interest in. And so um, I was sure the goddesses of the universe were going to handle this for me. So I was like, yeah, let's go to the lacrosse clinic. That's great. And lacrosse is not big in the South um, yeah. as it is in the Northeast and certainly, you know, in, in, in kind of different geography. So sure. it's an emerging thing here in Texas. But anyway, uh, 
to, to fast forward a bit, we go to the clinic. She looks like she's doing plies on the field. I, um, I am the she's parent. She's bringing the was, dance to lacrosse. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and I, I was the parent who was laughing at, not with her child. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you, goddesses of the universe. You have handled this for me. She's going to get like, we're going to be done. This is going to be done. Um, she comes off the field. And so I'm sitting with her in my purely, very uh, sarcastically open-minded self. And I say to her, so, you know, what do we think? How are we feeling? And she was like, I feel so alive. I want to keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> So Can't I was say like, no to that. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, so we're we're doing this. <laughs> and she said, yes, we have to do this. And in fairness, uh my daughter's 14. You know, I there, right, there's always gonna be uh power dynamic and growth mm-hmm. moments, right, between um any parent and and their young person. So I'm really proud of her because she I think she could obviously sense my skepticism. And she looked at me and she said something that I've said hundreds of times. And she said, mama, she was like, I can hear, you know, I can hear that you have questions about this, but what if this is the moment that changes my entire life? Mm -hmm. Wow. And I said, right. And so, um, and, and so again, like as we come full circle to our reflections, this conversation, I actually do have very critical reflections for myself where do I practice what I say? Mm -hmm. Um, Because that was a moment that was a reminder of you need to like our work is not just about these delivery of learning moments. It is an active practice towards liberation. That means Mm -hmm. we have to practice Mm -hmm. and do like not do we have to practice being Mm -hmm. all the time um, because we can get rusty. Um, in mm-hmm. that. So, so yes, lacrosse. Um, so we just spent the past weekend, uh, she played her first games of lacrosse ever. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it has been fun, uh, watching her just, and she will say it, she's like, I'm terrible, but it's so much fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wonderful. You know, there is something about that kind of learner, um, moment though, too, right. It's that rookie yes. smarts, um, I think we should do an episode on that at some yeah. point. Like the the first time you do something new, you just have this like, oh my gosh, this is really really fun. It also reminds yeah. me, and as a parent of a of a fifteen year old and a seventeen year old, like the is it Khalil Gibran's um, yes. poem, you know, on children. Like our children are not our children, right? Like they are reflections, but like we only have so much influence and. Um, I won about to go to college and I'm like, oh my gosh, have I, have I done enough? Right. And, mm-hmm. and then there's also that kind of like letting go, um, mm-hmm. moment, but whenever they test something, right. Test a new concept, a new idea, a new sport, a new identity. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is so exciting. And also like never would have guessed that that mm-hmm. was going to emerge, yeah. you know, like lacrosse. Well, yeah. And as our, um, for me, I, I don't think it has to be this way, but for, I, you know, if I'm holding myself accountable, I would say as I've gone on my own journey, my desire for certainty has probably increased over time. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I need, I feel like I need that more, but in that desire for certainty, maybe I've lost like that. That's uh, maybe, maybe I've lost my creativity and not lost it, but um, it's, it, it can be, uh, it's just nice to have reminders 
yeah. um, around you, right? That, okay, like, you know, there's so much beauty in the uncertainty. Yeah. And so play in that. And that's, I think that's how I'm feeling. Like kind of as we joined this, as yeah. I joined this community, right? Like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but we're going to get there. Well, here you are craving (laughs) certainty and taking a gap year and hosting a new podcast and going to lacrosse games. I think you're doing great at getting uh, in touch with that. So here's to new things and and new adventures. Well, as folks know, we're we're running out of time and we always end with uh, the podcast of Student Affairs Now. What are you thinking, troubling, pondering now? Heather, what's with you now? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm just thinking about all of the wisdom of the people who we need to talk to. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and your point Mata, about um, capturing that moment, because I do think there's something really valuable as, as we consider the history of our, of our work and, and roles. So yeah, what I'm thinking about is like, I got to get on the phone with some of those folks who have been my mentors and mm-hmm. see if I can schedule time with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're formative, formative moments. That's what I'm thinking about. Keith, okay. what about you? Um, I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking about death is what I'm thinking about. Um, we're recording this mm-hmm. a, a day after shootings at, yeah. uh, Virginia, University of Virginia yeah, and University campus. of Idaho. Um, yeah. and I'm, and I'm also thinking about, um, I'm thinking about some of the people who we wanted to have those conversations like, and mm-hmm. who we won't be able to because they've passed. And mm-hmm. so I'm feeling that kind of sense of urgency as we're talking about some of the wisdom of elders and mentors and people who have formed the field to make sure that we we jump on that while we still have the opportunity and don't get so busy caught up in, mm-hmm. you know, the newest book release of the moment, but um mm-hmm. and and do some of those things. So I'm 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 thinking about death as a at a catalyzing force, the grief and also the motivation behind that. How about you, Mamta? Well, um, I, I, one of the things I've been thinking about a lot, so it's in this moment, but it's, it's been iterative Mm -hmm. is how do we hold on to each other? Mm -hmm. Um, Amidst all of these things that continue to happen, how do we stay present, hold sacred those moments for what they are um, and hold on to each other? Uh, I think, uh, I am somebody who copes probably by going back into the busyness that is mm-hmm. kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, my natural tendency. Um, and what would it mean to really feel uh, those moments that are happening fully um, as a way to connect with one another differently? Mm-hmm. Um, because those moments are, it's, it's it, you know, the moments that are written are written. And so they will continue to happen what we have the ability to do is uh, shift how we hold on to each other and lift one another up during those times. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you both. Uh, Mom, we're so glad you joined the team. Thank you. And uh, you've been brilliant and wise contributors to our conversations as a host team. And I feel a little selfish that we haven't been able to share that out with everybody else. So we'll get to that. We can't wait to listen to your episodes and share what you are thinking and asking the people you want to be in conversation with, with so many more folks. It'll be a great gift to the profession. So thank you. Thank you. 
And as always, a huge shout out to our producer, Nat Ambrosi, who does all the behind the scenes work to make us look and sound good and is uncomfortable every time we say this and she has to listen to it. So thank you, Nat. We love you, Nat. And if you're listening today and not already receiving our newsletter, please visit our website at studentaffairsnow.com. Scroll to the bottom of the homepage to add your email to our MailChimp list. While you're there, check out the archives. I'm Keith Edwards with Heather Shea and Mamta Akapati, our newest host. Thank you all so much. And to everyone who is watching and listening, please make it a great week.